Hello, this is Miss Babin at Podcast for Time with Miss Babin. This is episode seven, and it is for Louisiana history, and it is on the Burr conspiracy. Uh, before we begin, I want to wish you a happy Easter because this will be available for you to use as of Monday of Easter week. Before we begin, we begin talking about the Burr conspiracy, I want to do a few public service announcements for you. Uh, the first thing I want you to know is that this Thursday is where we're going to try, hopefully, to have our first office hours where you can log in and see me and ask me questions. So hopefully we will get that going and we're Thursday morning. So be looking for that on the stream of your class page for more specifics. Also, you have a test on Friday. And right now I'm planning on making that open to you around 1130 Friday morning. And then you can go ahead and take it throughout the day. The topics on the test will be covered from Louisiana. It's complicated. Claiborne takes charge all the way through um, Louisiana becoming a state. So for you, that will be content covered on podcasts three, four, six, seven, and eight. So you want to make sure you're uh, reviewing that, reviewing the notes and questions that you've been given for that information. The other thing I want to remind you of is to check your grades constantly. Uh, and also when, and also to on Sunday evenings or Monday mornings, look at the stream for each of your classes. Go to cl- your classroom and our class page and click on stream and you will see listed there the week's work. I sent an email out about this when we started. I strongly urge you to do that to see your work for the week and the order in which it is best for you to complete the work. If you have a question about the assignment, I also recommend that you ask me about it. Don't just decide not to do it. Please check and ask about the assignment. If I put an assignment in there, it's an assignment. So always check if you have a question. But now let's go ahead and let's start talking about the Burr Conspiracy. Uh, This is covered in your textbook, so I do recommend that you read over it uh, in your chapter on Louisiana Territory to Statehood. This is one of those moments in American history that it's a small slice of history, but it does give us some information and some ideas about things that are happening uh, at the time. And it really did have quite an effect on uh, New Orleans and Louisiana history. So we have to start talking about who is Aaron Burr, because he is really the main character in this event. Uh, And Aaron Burr is a man who was uh, at one point the vice president of the United States. He had been a member of the Senate and the House of Representatives. He had been a very successful officer in the American Revolution. So he was a man who had a long and storied career. When you talk about Aaron Burr and leading to this situation and in his life, you, he is often talked about with Alexander Hamilton uh, because it is Aaron Burr who actually um, fought a duel with Alexander Hamilton that resulted in Alexander Hamilton's life. So to understand kind of what's leading to the Burr conspiracy, we do have to talk a little about his, about his history in conjunction with Alexander Hamilton. A couple of things to understand about um, Aaron Burr, and it is that he really did do things differently than other people of his time. So there were some people who 
did not care for his ways because his approach to things was different. And he just did things others did not do. So, for example, he was, when he was in the uh, U.S. legislature, he actually was one of the first people to propose a law outlawing slavery. And that, in the late 1700s, early 1800s, was, was considered by some people quite a groundbreaking event. He also was someone who believed that girls should be educated in the exact same way as boys. And he had a daughter, and that is how he educated her. So just to give you a, a glimpse into this man, today he does things, he did things that today rather we would say, well, of course, that's how you do it. But back in the late 1700s, early 1800s, it wasn't how people did things. So he had a different perspective on things to begin with. Alexander Hamilton and he were of the same political party, but Alexander Hamilton becomes his enemy. And Alexander Hamilton became Aaron Burr's enemy when Aaron Burr defeated Alexander Hamilton's father-in-law in an election. And it was unexpected. But when that happened, and from the moment that happened, Alexander Hamilton actively did one thing after another to sabotage Aaron Burr's career. And in the end, he was successful. So he just one thing after another, spreading rumors, saying things that were negative, uh, interfering with his Burr's work relationship with other people. He did it over and over and over again. And in the end, Alexander Hamilton was successful in ending and ruining Aaron Burr's political career. So that's just a little recap because. Once Aaron Burr's career is destroyed, this is what's going to lead to what's called the Burr Conspiracy, because shortly after that is when all of these events start unfolding. So what is actually uh, the Burr Conspiracy? Again, another thing you need to understand is Aaron Burr, even though he came from a, a privileged and wealthy background, he was always short of money, and he was always involved in land schemes. Uh, purchasing land and trying to develop it to make money. And he really wasn't very successful. So what is the Burr conspiracy about? Okay. Again, this is one of those things in history that whoever you read from a historical point of view, they're going to have a different opinion about the Burr conspiracy. So we're going to stick to the facts on this because Burr was liked by some people and disliked by others, even in his own day. Well, what the Burr conspiracy about is about is that Aaron Burr, after his political career was over, he went into the Louisiana Territory and into the Territory of Orleans. So this is all of that land that was the Louisiana Purchase. Claiborne is governor of the Territory of Orleans, which becomes uh, later Louisiana. The Louisiana Territory is all of the rest of the Louisiana Purchase. And the activity page book that you had to do where you divided it up into all those states, that's, the, of course, the Louisiana Territory. And the individual who is governor of that is General James Wilkinson. Remember his name, General James Wilkinson. 
General Wilkinson is the highest ranking officer in the U.S. Army, and he is the governor of the Louisiana Territory, and he commands all of the army that's going to take care of what was the Louisiana Purchase. So what happens is Burr goes into the Louisiana and the territory of Orleans, and he speaks to a lot of different people about recruiting individuals to go into parts of the Louisiana territory and set up colonies, set up territories to get people to settle and live there. And according to Aaron Burr, he said, I am going to take people in there to colonize and to set up territories to stop the Spanish in Texas, in what becomes New Mexico, uh, Colorado, and parts of those areas from moving into the Louisiana and taking it over. Remember, if you go back to our one of our last podcasts, the free state of Sabine is in existence, that no man's land. That, n- that nobody really owns, that Spain and Louisiana both claim. This is part of the land that um, Burr is talking about. So it comes down from the border between what becomes Louisiana and Texas, where the Sabine River is, and then goes northward. And Clay, uh, Burr is claiming that he's going into there to try and put pe- get people to live there and protect it. And he spoke to a lot of people about moving into that area. Reportedly, he even approached Andrew Jackson. And Andrew Jackson said he had not, he wanted nothing to do with it. There was a rumor of that. He actually traveled down to New Orleans to try and get people to support him financially and to recruit them to do this. He met with James Wilkinson, and it is known that he Burr and Wilkinson met several times, and James Wilkinson uh, later is going to come out and and is going to make accusations against Aaron Burr because there are other rumors that get started about Aaron Burr, and one of the rumors is that Aaron Burr is not going to set up a settlement to protect the United States boundaries but that in fact Aaron Burr is going down and he wants to take over area, parts of Louisiana, parts of what becomes Texas, parts of what is Mexico, and create his own country. And that, of course, is going to create a major problem because he would be, in fact, making war and acting against the United States if he takes over parts of Louisiana. Other people are saying, well, no, he doesn't want part of the United States. He wants to go and he wants to take part of what is Mexico and what becomes Texas and New Mexico and carve out his own little empire. These are the kind of rumors that were flying around. But what we do know is that he did meet with people to try and get financial support, to recruit people to go with him. And we know that he met with Wilkinson several times. And what eventually happens is once these um, rumors start, Wilkinson, James Wilkinson, 
actually contacts President Jefferson and he makes an accusation towards Jefferson and tell with Jefferson about Aaron Burr. So he tells Jefferson, I have a letter and in this letter, it's written in a code and it's a coded letter in which Aaron Burr is telling me of his plot to take over parts of Louisiana, going through New Orleans, across the West Florida Republic, which is now part of Louisiana, into Mississippi, all the way into Spanish territory. And what he wants to do is to form his own empire. Well, when Jefferson hears about this, he, of course, instantly um, says that he is that this is treason and he wants Burr arrested because this is an, a war against the United States. And so he is going to go after Aaron Burr with this one. And the thing is, Jefferson was always worried about the idea of if the United States gets too big, if these new territories start getting carved out of what was a Louisiana purchase, Will they want to break away and become independent one day? This was an active concern of Jefferson and other people at that time as the country grew so rapidly. So he had some worries there. And what uh, the what Wilkinson's accusations against Burr did is it just fed that worry. Well, the people of New Orleans hear about these rumors too. And they are in a total panic because they are completely con- believing that they're going to be invaded. And of course, because they have a good reason, because they've seen Burr come into this area. They know he's been meeting with people. And then here comes Wilkinson, brings an army down into Louisiana, down into New Orleans, He actually declares martial law. Wilkinson rounds up anybody that he knows of who's spoken to Aaron Burr, and they all get shipped off under military guard to Virginia, where they are going to be put on trial for treason. Aaron Burr is arrested, and he's actually uh, found in Alabama, and he is taken and he is put on trial. by the United States government in uh, Virginia near Washington, D.C. This is quite a trial. It made all of the newspapers all over the country. Aaron Burr is, in fact, found not guilty. And there are reasons why he he is found not guilty. One of the reasons is because no two of the witnesses that the government brought forth against Aaron Burr said the same thing. Aaron Burr never told two people the exact same information. So none of the evidence against him could ever be backed up or corroborated. So they never had clear-cut evidence of what Aaron Burr was doing. And Aaron Burr stuck to his story. I was just trying to set up a territory to save the United States. The other thing that happened is Wilkinson 
who had told Jefferson, I have this letter. Well, when it came time for Wilkinson to produce the letter, Wilkinson didn't have the letter. In fact, what Wilkinson produced and what was proven was that the letter that Wilkinson gave to uh, the courts was, in fact, written by James Wilkinson. And Wilkinson told them, oh, well, this is a copy of the, the original. And so, of course, that letter, there was no proof. Again, it could not be proven that what Wilkinson said was the truth. The other thing that happened is with the judge. The judge in this trial was, in fact, the uh, chief justice of the Supreme Court at the time. And the chief justice of the Supreme Court at this time was a man by the name of John Marshall. Marshall. John Marshall was the fourth chief justice of the Supreme Court, and he will actually be chief justice for 35 years. He is incredibly uh, influential and things he did as chief justice still affect us today. And John Marshall, when he looked at the um, case, he was looking at it from the point of view of, is this treason? And the judge, the, the judge had to really think about this because the lawyers for Aaron Burr, they looked at the Constitution and they said, in the U.S. Constitution, for someone to be accused of treason, it has to be what you call an overt act. It has to be a clear, clear act that they committed a definite act of treason. And in looking at the evidence that was present, Marshall, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, and the judge in this case, he said, according to the Constitution, what he did is not an act of treason, and it can't be proven. So at that point, the case against Aaron Burr, it, it, today we would say it fell apart. It could not last because there was simply no evidence of treason. And so Aaron Burr is found innocent by the jury because there was just not enough there was not enough evidence, and they could not prove that he had committed it. Um, Aaron Burr ends up having to leave the United States for a while. But the thing here that we need to understand is that it showed um, the threat to the country, and it started with the primary location being New Orleans, because Burr had planned to take every to launch everything out of New Orleans. And he had worked with people in New Orleans. And that is not going to help Louisiana when it wants to become a state. So we had this, this major controversy there. And the key to it is understanding that it comes from rumor. It comes from a threat to the security of the United States and the protection of the lands. And that there was a sense of an insecurity about how committed were the people of Louisiana to being a part of the United States. Just one side note, uh, Wilkinson, 
who betrayed Aaron Burr and who was his main accuser. Well, when Wilkinson died, something was discovered about him. What was discovered about James Wilkinson was that throughout his entire military career, and I mean his entire military career, James Wilkinson had been a spy for the Spanish government. He had been on the Spanish payroll for years, and he had been giving them information about the United States military, about their positioning, things like that. One of the things he had actually done was to feed Spain information about the Lewis and Clark expedition. And supposedly in his message to them, he said, you might want to send some people up into this region to see if they can find this expedition. And actually, it's a little known fact in American history that the Spanish government did. They spent they sent a force of Spanish soldiers to try and locate and intercept the Lewis and Clark expedition. They could the Spanish could not find Lewis and Clark. And it kind of makes people wonder, you know, what if they had? What if they had found the Lewis and Clark expedition? Would they have stopped them going all the way to the Pacific and the United States being able to claim that land? So this is just an uh, interesting uh, event in Louisiana history. I hope you have a good evening, and please know that there will be uh, some questions labeled as the Burr Conspiracy uh, in your classwork for you to answer. Have a good day.